swear to God, if it quits within the first six minutes, I'm just turning the episode off. I really hope it doesn't. Fingers crossed. I, like, closed everything beforehand. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I am Panda. I am your host, and I am here with my friend, Teresa. How are you, Teresa? Hey, Panda. Every day is living in paradise when you have a cat who loves to swap things off your bookshelf at 1.39 every night in the morning. Isn't just another day in paradise the thing that white people say when they really want to kill themselves? Yep. <laughs> Last weekend, I went to into the city and hung out with some good, good pals. And besides like getting brunch and going to anime stores and stuff like that, we also went to Coney Island, and then we went to a fire-themed... Hold on, what is Coney Island like? I've only seen it in movies. I mean, it's pretty much exactly what you think it is from seeing it in movies. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's a boardwalk on a beach. You'll distantly hear seals barking because they live at the aquarium, which is at the end of the boardwalk. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a boardwalk, so... uh. That's it. At Coney Island, there is one of two sideshows still left, like where people like freak shows type deal. So usually during the day, Coney Island will have their show every hour or so or whatever. But at night, they rent it out and they do like burlesque shows and they do like stunt shows and stuff like that. So this past Saturday, we went to a cabaret that was fire themed. And what do you mean by fire theme so one person did hula hoop dancing on fire another person uh was dressed up as the devil and like did fire blowing another person had their titties out which was very nice and had like a headdress with roses on it and the headdress they lit on fire and then they had like these little finger things that they lit on fire and then Somebody else uh, had like a chain that they spun around on fire. And then there was a guy who dressed up as Super Fucking Mario Baby and he did fire stuff too. I'm sorry, what? Super Fucking Mario. Okay. Yeah. Great. I love that. Yeah, I kind of was like cracking up. Oh, there was also a Mortal Kombat thing at the very end too. And, okay. Yeah, and it was done by the two people who like hosted the whole event, which I thought was kind of cute. That sounds really fun. And then after that, we were all really drunk, and then we all got Nathan's hot dogs at one o'clock in the morning, and then I missed my train getting home. <laughs> Iconic. So I uh, crashed at Audrey's house, but it was a really fun day. I remember you said something about wanting to talk about movie opinions. Yes, great segue, Tease. I am doing great, but I want to, as I do most weeks, complain about a thing. Tell and me the more. The thing that I want to complain about is the Clown Man movie. Oh, God, I haven't seen it. I want to start this rant with the statement that I have not seen Clown Man movie, and I will go into why in. I, we need like a we need like an official name for a segment where we just bitch about things because that's basically what this podcast is. God, Tease, I'm so tired. Girl, same. I'm so tired and I'm so frustrated with the existence of Joker. I don't want to see 
Joker. And at this point, I don't even care if it's like good or bad or whatever. I don't care if Joaquin Phoenix's performance is good, even though I like Joaquin Phoenix, like I have enjoyed him in other things, but I just, uh, and this is going to sound so mega SJW of me, but like, I'm tired of movies about men responding to the pressures of real life by resorting to violence it's not even like i think that like oh this is gonna inspire mass shootings this is gonna like get incels to go shoot up movie theaters i'm just so tired i have like notes written about this complaint that i have and i have i'm so tired tease written like five times oh my god like five years ago, 10 years ago, I probably would have been fucking over the moon about this movie. I would have been like so excited. The fucking 17 year old who is obsessed with Chuck Palahniuk would have like absolutely shit her pants over this movie. But like how many times are men going to remake Falling Down? And I know that this is this movie is actually just a ripoff of taxi driver and what the fuck is that other movie the king of comedy but i haven't seen either of those so Me when neither. i think of man being angry about life movie i think of falling down but i'm just i'm so bored by the premise of joker that like i can barely watch the trailers which are like the trailer is even like i just can't stop saying not even that bad we live in a society now <laughs> We fucking live in a society and I am tired of a society in which Joker exists. I'm just like... We live in a society. Again, I'm so tired. Like, this just... I used to be so excited about the prospect of, like, this giant Marvel cinematic superhero universe that, like, took superhero stories seriously. But at this point, I just, like, can't bring myself to fucking care about any of them unless, like, interesting, like, get Taika Waititi to direct one. I'm tired of superhero properties in general getting movies and what also rubs me the wrong way is that people are like oh my god this might be the first superhero movie to win an oscar first of all enter the spider-verse it won several enter things the spider-verse is actually good yeah as well as i mean suicide squad won makeup that year shut up i know i don't want to remember <laughs> it but it in fact did win and I mean, Dark Knight, hello. He led your one for the Dark Knight. So, like, there, yeah. right there. There's your answer, bud. I just, like, I can't bring myself to care. Like, I'm not even, care. like, it's not even like I'm angry. I just, I'm so bored. <laughs> like, yeah, sounds about right. The idea of watching Joker just, like, makes me tired. I understand. Are you excited for movies such as The Lighthouse? I don't know what that is. Oh, the guy who directed the Vavitch. This is his second movie. Ooh. And Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson are two very horny lighthouse keepers. And okay. I, I'm in. So I read an article today about it and I have spoilers, but I really want to talk about it. 
I mean, since it hasn't come out yet, I think that maybe we should withhold any sort of spoiler talk. I mean, is it re- like is it detrimental to the plot? No, not at all. But did it make me tease, hoot, and holler? It sure did. So, I mean, I guess I can tell you about it after the episode. We will table it, and maybe after the movie comes out, we can actually talk about it. Yeah, it comes, so it comes out in theaters, like, basically by theaters, I mean New York City and LA this week. But next week, it'll be at uh, more like readily available to locals and I am going to probably go see it like next Thursday because I've been really really hyped for this movie for a really long time yeah I don't really know anything about this other than what you've just told me so oh, you will definitely it have looks to so good tell me it's all in black and white and it's like kind of like a descent into madness and horniness are they going to fuck that's my real question um I don't know. Okay. I hope so. I think it'd be very sexy if they did, but who knows? Here, I sent it to you. No! Oopsies. That was What just else. happened? I tried to copy and paste a trailer of The Lighthouse, but instead... Ah! Stop! Pause! Um, but instead, what ended up getting pasted was my pre-order link for the Neopet scene that just came out. Oh, I already pre-ordered that. I'm very excited. I did too. They sent out digital copies. Yeah, I got that email earlier. So I just was looking through it. I downloaded it before. I haven't looked at it yet. It's really good. Shout out to uh, the Neopia zine. We're not affiliated with you or anything. We're not, but we support all Neopets content. We support Neopet. And I would support my cat if she didn't try to knock my retainer off of my fucking shelf. <laughs> so I guess uh, here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we are a real podcast about fake podcasts. Ostensibly. I know that it is technically your turn to go first, but I would like to pause at a podcast idea. Please, by all means, go for it. My podcast idea is it's a podcast that you and I record when you come to visit me in December because I'm getting married and you're gonna be the maid of honor at my wedding yay I didn't know we were officially announcing it at this fit at this episode I know I it was a surprise wow I'm so excited I'm getting married Yay. Anyway, that have was you, I we really don't actually have to like pretend that that's a real idea. I just wanted to do that. Oh, but I mean we will. We will. When Panda and I first started uh this podcast as like on 420, we should do a 420 episode. And now that Panda's getting married and I'm visiting Panda, we will have a 420 episode. We will have the 420, 420 is a state of mind, baby. For the 420 wedding we need to think of a pun. I I have faith that I will think of a pun before I December. I will watch. I'll think of it like on the plane. You know, Panda's gonna subject me to seeing cats. I've never we are seen cats. Seeing cats twenty nineteen because that is my one joy in life. That we will do this. <laughs> and uh, I'm so excited. It's gonna I'm be s- such a fucking train wreck, and I'm so excited. Oh God. Are you ready? <laughs>
I I don't know. I don't know that anyone could possibly be ready except for me. Are you gonna like record my face as the trail, like as the the witch call tap, like as the credits roll? I had not <laughs> thought about it, but I might because that will be so fucking funny. <sighs> oh God, I'm so scared. Anyway, yeah, producer Jimmy and I are getting married, and it's definitely not for insurance. Wink. Away. IRS, don't listen. <laughs> FBI, do not yeah, interact. Do not interact. So who's going to be at your wedding? Who's going to be in your wedding party? Is your sister going to wear a green wig? My <laughs> Listeners, a, a fun fact is that my sister got married a couple of years ago and is now divorced, but that's beside the point. And at her wedding, she wanted me to be more presentable i guess would be the gentle way of putting it and so i had to wear a a a wig that was a similar color to my natural hair color and as penance for this my sister will probably be wearing a green wig at my wedding even if it's just like for 10 minutes no she will wear it the whole time i wore a wig that whole night and she will do this for me god that is so brave and so powerful we're going to be my maid of honor and i am and and jess and my friend kim are going to be my bridesmaids and alice my co-host of my imagine me and utina revolutionary girl utina podcast is going to officiate the wedding it's going to be very exciting i am very excited Teresa, you have a real podcast idea uh here we go let's check my notes Nope, that's not it. It's been long enough that I think we could start making a MySpace nostalgia podcast. Ooh, love this. Please, detail. So, like, I only had a MySpace for two months before my mom found out and then banned me from the internet for a day oh. as repercussions, and then I could never have a my MySpace again. My dad made a MySpace and made me be friends with him so that he could see what I posted. Wow. So I think it'd be really cool, though, if people could, like, talk about their, like, profile, like, songs. Because, like, I remember people doing, like, crazy shit to make their MySpace profile photo. Well, I used to, and like, I, I went pretty hard in the paint with... Yeah, like, the picnic that was pre-picnic era. Edit, it was all blingy, babe. MySpace profiles using the skills that I had gotten from Neopets.com. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people, like, I want to hear, like, people's, like, scandalous top eight stories. Like, I love how people would be like, besties, number one, but then your crush would be number two. And I always hid my top whatever because I had anxiety and didn't want people to be upset by that sort of thing. But I did, I can tell you various examples of songs that i had on my myspace yes the two that spring to mind are grace kelly by mika and the version of teardrop not teardrops on my guitar that's the taylor swift song describe it no it's from across the universe so it's a beatles song Oh god! Damn. Oh, while my while guitar, my guitar gently, gently weeps. weeps. How did I fucking forget? I knew that there was oh, a guitar yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah, I had the across the universe version of while my guitar gently weeps on my MySpace profile at one point. 
I had other songs than those two, but those are the most distinct that come to mind. That's so valid. I love, oh God, I just, I didn't have a MySpace, but I love, like, for instance, that's what I was going to say. Scene Queens, like, could we interview Scene Queens? Scene Queens, where are they now? I would love to know. I love and miss them. And I just think, like, I know, like, everybody has nostalgia for the time period that they grew up in. But the MySpace era was just so volatile. And there's so much, like, interesting stuff that happened with mm-hmm. MySpace as a social media. Yeah. Place. It is very much the pre-Facebook era of social media. MySpace was fucking weird, man. It was. It was. And, like... I feel like so much shit like just went on on MySpace and I think it'd be such a fun podcast if idea. If you were on MySpace for a significant period of time, listeners, and you would like to write in to tell me or Teresa and or Teresa the things that you got up to on MySpace or even just the songs that you had on your MySpace profile, I yes. would love to hear I remember my cousin's best friend at the time was really into Bossy by Kellis. So that was on her profile. Yeah. Not, she was like, everybody has milkshake. I want Bossy. And I was like, your mind, your absolute mind. And like, honestly, through my, cause like my cousin was four years older than me. So when she was a senior in high school, I was a freshman. So when she was an eighth grader, I was a fifth grader. So like when MySpace was big, like she had one, you know? So the first time I actually heard Panic at the Disco was because my cousin had it on, saw it on somebody's uh, MySpace profile, you know? Like, I mean, you could even talk about the iconic Tom Hardy profile photos from his MySpace (laughs) days too. I forgot about that, but yeah, oh boy. Listeners, if you don't know what Teresa is talking about, please Google that. We love King Tom Hardy so much in this house. We love and respect Tom Hardy in this house. Yes. But yeah, I love this idea. I have a fond nostalgia-ish for like the MySpace era, even though I also was not on it for... I, I like I was I was on MySpace for a bit, but I wasn't on there like soup like for a really long time because my parents uh-huh. were like overprotective with things that I did on the internet. So it, it took yeah. a bit for me to actually get onto MySpace. But I have some fond memories of the MySpace age and like and I used to like discover new music on there because like bands would have MySpace profiles and like I remember listening to like Hollywood Undead music on MySpace. Oh my god! Album. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Oh Panda, you are a treasure. <laughs> oh boy, I used to listen to Hollywood Undead a lot, and I even have like an old autographed CD booklet from their first CD that I got because I did like a special pre-order or something. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh boy. Those, Those were days, maybe not the days, but they were certainly days. Those were days, baby. 
do you have a name for this podcast idea? I don't know. I feel like I feel like I don't know enough about like MySpace lingo because I only had one for two months that I couldn't think of a name. I have a name that I just thought of somehow miraculously. Please tell me. The the name of this podcast could be Back in MySpace, like back in my day. That's good. That's good. I'm here for that. I feel like I really wish it could just like I wish videos could just be titles of things because if it could be, I would just use that video that's just like the collection of scene queens listing off their MySpace ID numbers out loud. <laughs> that's like my favorite video I really of all time. Would also, as a part of this, enjoy like someone getting in contact with like the iconic scene queens of that era and where are they now yeah what pretty kind much of style are they into now yeah i mean a lot of them i mean a lot of them are like eventually went with the hipster movement well, and stuff like that like, like i boys too that were in a lot of yeah that people a lot of them are still seen icons though too yeah yeah, I feel like I've seen I've seen like where are they now photos once or twice. Makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I love this idea. This is great. Cool. Do you have an idea for a podcast or do we want to wrap this bad boy up? I yeah, I have an idea for a podcast. Cool. Yeah, let's go. This is kind of inspired by something that we have talked about previously on this podcast. And the podcast is People submit their dating website or dating app profiles and the host critiques the profile based on how attractive it makes the person seem like not even like, you know, just physical attractiveness, but just how much it actually would make someone want to potentially contact you to date Oh my god. This would be 100% voluntary. It wouldn't be like taking random people's profiles and talking shit. This would be like people who are actually seeking constructive or maybe less constructive in- advice on yeah how to make their profile more appealing to the type of person that they are hoping to attract. But dating apps are a big part of dating life if you are a millennial or below or in that vicinity and I feel like a lot of people just don't know how to set up an appealing dating profile as evidenced by the numerous people on dating apps that just don't have any sort of bio or description with their yeah like how am I supposed to know what kind of person you are if all I can see is like a picture of you yep yeah, that's I've been uh going through Tinder these past few weeks and uh oofa doofa is all I will say. And I just feel like also people just need a little bit of coaching perhaps on the best photos that represent them and the best things that will possibly advertise the type of person they are. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I uh, I have a friend who is very desperate for a girlfriend. And not to be like queer eye for the straight guy, but uh, 
I uh, sometimes grill him about his profile photos. I'm like, John, what do you, what do you, what's your profile photo? And he's like, he'll show me. It's like him wearing sunglasses. And I'm like, no, no. So, uh, yeah, I feel that. I don't have a name for this idea, but it's something that I have thought about as a polyamorous person who looks at dating profiles. Like, can you please just give me something? Mm-hmm. Hypothetical person that I am about to swipe left on. I feel like we could call it digital matchmaker. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So that, and then also the person who's critiquing the profile could also give tips and stuff like that on how to, like I said, sunglasses. I suggest for people never to have sunglasses on in their photo, unless they're very cool sunglasses. No, no, no. I will advocate for very cool sunglasses, but I also don't think that should be like the main. Actually, oh no, in my profile photo, I'm wearing sunglasses. <laughs> oh, oh no, oh no, I broke my own rule <laughs> on your own petard, Teresa. But you can see like my eyes and my face because my sunglasses are tilted down. I look very good in my Tinder profile you photos. So. You have a great Tinder profile. Thank you. I'm going to take some like, good photos. The, the photo of you in your Tinder profile is very good. You sent me a picture of it a few weeks ago when we talked about Thank you. Easily. The first one is like a really good photo. And then the second photo is me laying on the dirty floor of the comic book store. <laughs> And then the third photo was Bass. And then the fourth one is me straight cheesing it at a hot pot place. You know, including a picture of Bass is a solid move because I have definitely swiped on people solely based on how adorable their cat was. Except she's really ugly in this photo, but it's her and the banana. I'm sorry, so. but there are no ugly pictures of Alabaster. She is Thank beautiful you. in every image that she ever appears. I'm gonna add the really good one of her from the other day where she's laying upside down. Beautiful. Iconic. Instead. Stan, a queen. Alabaster. We love a queen. That's my cat, bitch. Alright. I don't have a name for that at all. I was thinking maybe something with like Cupid in the title, but I can't think of a, a cutesy... I mean, we could always call it, like, Cupid's Helpers or something like that. Yeah, I, something lame like that. Something, something, something lame, yeah. But yeah, that's my idea. I, It's a good one. I like it. I'm glad. Lord knows we all need it. There are so many people that very clearly need help with their dating profiles. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, listen, being cute can only get you so far. Mm-hmm. All right, should we wrap this bad boy up? We should. Yeah. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impanada Tease. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Vicunyad. And also, I recently have started writing for a small British pop culture website called The Valkyries. It's thevalkyries.co.uk. Check that shit out. Yeah. I've written two things for them so far. I've written a review on Marianne, which is the French Netflix horror show. And I wrote something about Midsummer and small little like references and stuff like that. 
that oh, yeah. you may have missed while watching it for the first time, but maybe not the second time. Have you and... seen the director's cut yet? No, I have not. And I mentioned that I haven't seen the director's cut yet, but I really want to see it. But I've written two things for them, which is still pretty good in my book. So, uh, yeah. Everybody go check that out. Yeah. Um, other places where you can follow us is Tumblr, but Tumblr doesn't exist anymore. Tumblr is a specter. It is. But you could also email us at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show, we have a Kofi. You can find that at ko-fi.com slash freshpodcastmarket. And that is a way that you can support the show. Also, this show is technically supported by the Patreon for my other podcast, Imagine Me and Utina, because it supports me. That supports all of this. Yeah, boy. I almost forgot. How could I possibly forget if you liked our theme song that was Cul-de-Sac Sunset by Hopefully Not Badlib on SoundCloud.com. That is our producer, Jimmy, and my future wife. What? My wife. My wife. Are you going to say, are you going to say my wife during your wedding to them? Don't fucking tempt me. (laughs) I literally, I'm going to have, I'm going to be like one drink in. And I'm going to, like, put my hands on both of you and be like, my wife. You guys, so, you guys didn't w- witness me true drunk the both <laughs> when you came to visit both in November and in March. But now I will get drunk at your wedding. Please get drunk at my I wedding. I will be the drunk star. Do I have to write a speech? Oh, my God. Yes, please. D- oh do a God. speech. Oh my god, because the maid of honor usually does a speech. Or is your sister going to do a speech and then I, I could do one later? I haven't talked to her, but you have to do a speech now. We have decided right this moment. Oh no, oh no. You have oh, like no. two months. Oh no. I'll be like, hey guys, I do I have to call you by your birth name? <laughs> I mean, if it- the group at the wedding is going to be fairly small, like friends and family. So you could probably okay. get away with Panda and that not be. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank God. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm just Emily's token. I'm just, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I'm just sitting. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm the token northerner at this wedding the token yankee at the wedding (laughs) stop is that what they'll call me oh my god i mean like nobody that i know is gonna call you that but that is the thing oh my oh no there are legit people here who refer to people from the north as yankee oh my god i'm gonna be in the waffle house minding my own business And then I'm going to get called a Yankee. Is this how white people feel when they think they're being called a slur? This is white people oppression. (laughs) The whites are oppressing me. Teresa, I just realized that we got through the whole conversation about me making you see cats and I didn't even... Are you gonna sing during the? Are you gonna sing during the movie? I am offended that you even have to ask. I know I should have known better. Anyway, thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa, and also future my wedding. Oh God! Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market Band. Everybody, I guess it's time to get married. It's time to write a speech.
Oh god! You want me dead.